welcome to the Armchair Strategist, where we meet around the coffee maker every morning and turn anything and everything into a business conversation. Here are the Armchair Strategists, Dr. Kent and Randy. And so good morning, Kent. Do you like my new Monday. backdrop? It's Monday. Yeah, it's re- super nice um, fan up there. Yeah, so I've got the ceiling fan above me. I've got uh, blinds behind me. So, and that's because I'm not in my office today. I said, Did they was, lock you up? No, they didn't lock me up. I, I decided it was time to take a vacation. So we jumped on a plane and flew from uh, fabulous Austin, Texas to Phoenix, Arizona, and rented a car and drove up to Sedona. Wow. Spending a couple of days in Sedona in the Arizona desert, surrounded by red rock monoliths, and uh, it's it's beautiful here. People might be feeling a little bit of FOMO here. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, but <laughs> I can't even bring one person with me, so sorry, dude. You're stuck in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes, indeed. And... I've got a nice uh, water bottle here. I'm thinking we should talk about um, vessels of various types that that port water. Well, that's a really cool idea. And I can start, like, sitting on the desk right in front of me is this. This is a water bottle. Pin. Oh, it's a water bottle. It's a water bottle. That's, I don't know if you can see it. It's, and the hotel actually puts these in the rooms because they have hydration stations around the property. Hydration and stations. I should have those around my house. They sell these reusable bottles in aluminum for uh, for 20 bucks so that you can buy them and refill the hydration stations and you're not throwing away plastic bottles all the time. So what do you think their margin is on that? You know, I guess with the quantity they probably go through, um, they're probably making 10 bucks on it. Maybe a bit more, um, but the but the value of that sort of I don't know. I like stickers. You know, people can give me a sticker, I get excited. Actually, when you buy a Mac, right, you pay some crazy. If you buy a Mac Pro, which I don't have a Mac Pro, but the, I think they're ten grand now or something. Wow, they give yeah. you a nice little Apple sticker in the package, <laughs> right? And you get really you get really excited. <laughs> about get really pumped. Like Apple sticker. <laughs> yeah. So I, I gotta say, water bottles are super important. So yesterday, um, we arrived here at Bush Hot last night. We five o'clock. We braved the heat and went out on uh, the pink jeep tour. We did the Broken Arrow tour, which is two hours of total off-road adventure in a jeep painted pink, and we do lots of rock climbing and all sorts of cool. Why stuff. is it? Why is it painted pink? That's a good question. They started in 1964 when pink wasn't cool. Um, oh. Longest longest running uh, adventure travel organization in the world. Huh. Uh, but why they painted it pink in the first place, I think, was just to be different. Um, but the pink detours and the problem with this water bottle, if we take in this, there's no handle and there's no way to hold it. Now, right. you can imagine being on a on a pink detour where you're being thrown around like everywhere, there's no way to hold on and uh-huh. hold your water bottle. Yeah, and it'll also either knock a tooth out 
or splash water all over you, right? If you're trying well, to drink. One or the other is going to happen, <laughs> but most likely it would bounce out of the Jeep and go over the cliff. So, right. But maybe that's the plan to sell another $20. <laughs> that's true. So I find, I find water bottles fascinating for, for various reasons. One of which I, I learned, I had a Nalgene bottle, you know, those plastic ones in, mm-hmm. in, in college. And I had that thing for like, I don't know, 15 years or something. And I, I was always so proud of it. And then uh, my dad asked me one day, do you ever wash that thing? And I realized <laughs> I <had> never <laughs> had rinsed it out, but I never washed it in, in a year, like a decade. And he's like, yeah, yeah. That's, a great, that's a great trap for bacteria. Yeah. And I realized, oh, yeah, that's, that's who, but, but we think of a water bottle different than we think of water from the tap. It's interesting to think, what's the value of water in an aluminum uh, thing versus a plastic bottle versus coming out of the tap versus, you know, it's, it's interesting what the vessel does for the, uh, for the fluid. And that creates a lot of perceived value in the eyes of the consumer. I mean, I, I, I thought it was amazing when, when, the, when the plastic bottles that you bought in the supermarket came out with a sports top that you pop oh, up, yeah. you know, and think, wow, that's, that's, that's just increased the value of that bottle of water enormously because now you don't have to unscrew a, a lid. You just It's true. And I think you can also differentiate people really easily between the suckers and the squeezers. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I'm, not- a, I'm a squeezer like this, you know, the, yeah. Like, but yeah, we shouldn't go there, but I, I had yeah, to say that. Yeah. You know, I, I can remember way back when I was a kid talking about squeezing, you know, People would too. You know, when I was a kid, guys would talk about their girlfriends, and some would like redheads, and some would like blondes. And I had a friend who liked blackheads because he liked to squeeze them. Oh yuck! Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's terrible. Anyway, water bottles. We lost track. We went down a rabbit hole. Yes, we did. So. A rabbit hole about about zits. That's that's pretty bad. And what we're talking about water bottles. I thought we would start kind of, you know, veering into acne and and squeezing. Yeah, I, I thought that was the plan, but um. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but water. Uh, if you know, if you get an aluminum bottle full of water, immediately somebody says, "Oh, okay." So it's somebody who's got a little bit of money. Maybe they've got a really fancy thing. They don't want to have all the you know the stuff that comes along with plastics. So they've got this really nice thing. It's a Sedona like thing. Right. If it's yeah. a plastic water bottle, it's like, oh, okay, this is, you can buy this in the store, you trust it, you know, whatever. And if it's, I don't know, what else do you have? Like, uh, uh, I like, how about the sque- the um, the bike bottles that we used to have? Where you, right. you get them, yes. squeeze squeeze them. Yeah. like kind of cheap, you know, um, yeah. kind of interesting. I mean, I've got a Planet Fitness bottle, so that's kind of hard plastic and cheap and nasty, but that's, and it's got one of those little, um, I don't know, little plastic pop up straw thing that you have to actually bite on to open up to 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 squeeze and suck so I think what's interesting is the water is secondary in some ways to the vessel but the enjoyment of the drink comes from the way your mouth and your hands and everything else touch the, the bottle if you drink a water bottle, plastic water bottle, eh, you know, it's not very nice. 
you, you feel that aluminum, the coldness of it and the, the stability of it, or, you know, or if you're holding a, um, a Krug, like, a, I don't know how to say it in English, but the big beer, uh, oh, a big Stein, a Stein. Yeah. Like with, I like it with root beer, but you know, big cold Stein with a cold drink. There's a lot about the enjoyment of, you know, do you prefer drinking your cappuccino out of a Starbucks cup with a little tiny hole, or do you prefer it in a, in a glass, you know, in Italy where, you know, it's the foam hits your mouth. You know? Right. So that was like, let me show you this. So this is what I made my coffee in this morning. Ugh. It and that's what I drink it out of. Oh, nice. Nice. So made in this so pour it into the China. Yeah. So, so business. So business. So it's all it's, about packaging. It's all about packaging. And it's yeah. about touch. How do you touch the person? Packaging makes you feel about the product inside. Yeah. So the product inside a water bottle is just water. Now, it could be filtered water. It could be all sorts of different types of water that has perceived value. But it's the packaging that makes you want to acquire it, makes you want to buy it. And so this is probably why companies and businesses spend an enormous amount of money trying to get their packaging right. Because without the packaging, you can't send the message to your client to differentiate between you and your competition. And I've got a, I've got a side point on that, which is the, particularly with, with, you know, cans or bottles or whatever, it's not just how it looks. That's number one. Mm-hmm. You're looking at it. Two is how it tastes. How does the aluminum or the paper, or whatever, taste? Yeah. And the texture of it, the feel of it. You've got all these senses. How does it feel to hold it? Uh, and and it's it's if you just look at the appearance, if you just look at the design, that's not everything. And so it's all these various design doesn't isn't just about the appearance of something. Design, if you're selling something, is all about. How does it sound? How does it taste? How does it? How, how much space is there? How much? Has feel? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's super interesting because how does that impact? Because you and I work predominantly with people in the expert industries, coaches, authors, speakers, and so packaging still has to remain very important for them mm-hmm. to differentiate from each other, but. I guess it's also the experience of their clients and the processes they use that packages their product in a way that the client drinks water rather than rather than going on to the next one. Yeah, we don't want to call it Kool-Aid. No, that's only <laughs> we're talking water. Sorry, here. We're talking water. I, this this was not a Kool-Aid bottle, this was a water bottle. <laughs> yeah. Check your water first, make sure it's not yeah. Kool-Aid. Yeah. Um, well, so, that's another thing is the the deceptiveness of packaging. Sometimes true. packaging is used to hide what is actually inside. So, yes, you're no right. Check, check what's inside so you don't drink Kool-Aid when you think you're getting good stuff in water. And it's interesting. I also think about the um, – there are certain – I forget what brand it is, but uh, I think it's Dasani. Coca-Cola owns, which is, you know, I believe just filtered water. Which you could do yourself, right? But it, it, the perceived value of being in that beautiful vessel 
that bottle, you know, cold uh, at the store, you think, oh, that's something special. Well, you could also just put a filter on your faucet and get the same level of water. It's not, you know, whereas other water maybe comes from Italy, from some spring or something, but the perceived value of, yeah, it's just kind of interesting. Even if you read the small print, you still trust that water bottle better in some ways than, um, than your own water, your own tap water. And that, that's also interesting because, you know, do people value things that they buy much more highly than things that are less expensive? For instance, mm. your, your filtered water at home may be exactly the same as the filtered water in a bottle, but because you paid 25 cents for the filtered water in the bottle, we value that more than you know, the three cents you pay for the filtered water at home. That is really interesting. Yeah, if you picture water coming out of a an iron pipe in the ground out of the earth, you know, some of those um some of those old springs just have like a big pipe that just dumps the water out. Yeah. Is that better water or worse water than water that comes into a I don't know, king's a king's study, you know, through a gold pipe. You know, it's Well when I when I was in Africa, one of the places that we we're stuck for a couple of weeks because our truck broke down. And there was one of those pipes coming out of the ground. And it was continually continually running with water. And people walked five miles to get their small bucket of water. And I have to tell you that, that was probably not necessarily the healthiest water in the world, but it certainly tasted better than anything else because it was the only water that was drinkable yeah. for a big distance. So that was the sweetest water you ever tasted. Who knows whether it was the healthiest. I like that. I was I was thinking in my mind the word sweet, sweet water. I think that's a cool term because it means it's safe to drink and tastes good and it's clean and everything else, but we actually say sweet. It's almost like the water tastes sweet to us, even though it, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just And like then you, you find a mountain stream and you've got the, the water bubbling over the rocks. And, oh, yeah. That's you know, but snow melt and you just dip your hand in and grab some of the sweetest water you can, you can possibly take. I have a story on you that one. What, my, you don't know what was upstream of that water. That's, I was going to say my, my, my close friend was um, in the mountains hiking with someone. <laughs> he came up to me when I was working one day and he said, hey, I have a serious question to ask. And I said, okay, okay, tell me. He said, um... We were drinking water off this glacier, you know, and it was obviously you can drink water off a glacier. It's going to be clean, everything else. And then all of a sudden we looked closer and there were these like maggots in it or these like little creatures. He's like, do you think we're okay? Like, I don't know, man, (laughs) (laughs) but always check upstream, like look around, um, get your, get your surroundings, even though you think it's sweet water, it might not be. So, so. So I'm going to take my uh, my $20 water bottle. I'm going to fill it up with water and go and explore the red rocks of Sedona. And um, maybe we'll get together again tomorrow morning. Sounds good. Careful careful not to let it fall off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Bouncing around in the Jeep. Boom, boom, boom. I mean, it was insane. The, the pink Jeep was traveling. We went down 48% inclines going down. Wow. And it you brought everybody together when we went up those slopes because everybody slid back. <laughs> wow. 
You survived it. We survived it. It was awesome. Yeah, that's a good business lesson too. Hang on to what you can and and start climbing back uphill. Yeah, and the other thing is, you know, grab the experience every time. When when experience is offered, grab it. All right, everybody. Enjoy the water today. Oh, if you want to come chat with us, please do. Uh, you can come visit me, talktokent.com. Or you can come talk to me, visit me at talktorandybaker.com. I've got two names, Randy and Baker. Don't go to talk to Baker Randy. That's a different no, guy. Don't do that. You won't find me. <laughs> awesome. Take care, everybody. Have a great day, everybody. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Armchair Strategists. We'll circle back with you soon.